This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This Ace Cast download is brought to you by Link Soul. Check out their spring collection. Go to LinkSoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to NestBedding.com. A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland, and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. The swing and a high fly ball, deep left center field. Fletcher is back. He's at the wall. It's a grand slam for Ryan Noda. It's the A's first of 2023, and he has tied the game at eight. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. Welcome back to the A's Clubhouse Show here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. Jessica Kleinschmidt here with Cody Elias. Chris Townsend will join us later on. Yankees fans are still here. They're slowly leaving the stadium after the team also finally walked off the field after celebrating their starter, Domingo Herman, through a perfect game. A's fall to the Yankees 11-0. We're going to take it over to Ken Korak here at the Coliseum. Hey, Ken, wonderful job on the call, both you and Vince Catronio. You know, Domingo Herman and his catcher, Kyle Higashioka, in the perfect game. Herman put on quite the display over on the mound. Talk about this historical night. Well, yeah, and it's just, there's so many layers to it. And, you know, the Yankees, it's their 12th no-hitter, their fourth perfect game, if you count Larson, in the World Series. But then there's that... The number that we've talked about so many times because I've broadcast around 4,000 A's games, as you know, and they haven't been no hit or had not been during the time that since I joined the club back in 96. Last no hitter against the A's was 91, and so it just hadn't happened. And during that stretch, of course, the A's had thrown their share of no hitters, including uh, the three that I've been lucky enough to call. But he was in command the whole way. I mean, Rizzo made a really good play in a ball back at first, had to go down to one knee and a flip in time. And then, as we were saying with the, in, in our wrap-up to the no-hitter, Jess, when he got behind in the count and got to a three-ball count in the eighth inning, he went to his breaking ball. So that was the pitch that was his bread and butter. It was the pitch that he had you know, the most confidence in, that he, if he needed to throw a strike, he did. And then, like Robert Costa said in the studio, uh, two minutes and 40 seconds is all the ninth inning took. The bottom of the ninth, it was that quickly. And Donaldson was there. And interesting that Josh, like we said, of the last uh, five outs that Herman got, three of those were on ground balls to Josh over at third base. Yeah, and tell me about that, that final inning, the two minutes and 40 seconds on those three outs. Have you seen something like that? Dallas's perfect game was that fast, if not faster. It was really interesting. The ninth inning against the uh, against Tampa Bay, of course, in Mother's Day 2010. It was an incredible how quickly that went. Quickly that went. So yeah, um, you know, I don't know. Uh, I mean, you know, the A's are thinking that he's not going to walk anybody. He's had great control and go after the first good pitch you can get. It looked like I'd have to watch the replay. I haven't seen the the pitch to Ruiz. It seemed like maybe he got a pretty decent pitch to hit and. 
you know, just to get that much of it, Josh went about a step or two to his left, and it was a pretty routine play. But, um, yeah, it's just been one of those stories where there's, there's two sides to every story. And you appreciate the Yankees, and, man, you've got to celebrate something like that. They did with their fans, and they have finally, their players have finally, Jess, as you know, left the field. And the interviews going on down there and the hugs, then the, I think there were, there were a bunch of photographs being taken. But then the other side of this is the A's. And how in a very tough season, the last thing you want to add, I, I think, insult to injury or however you would like to phrase it, that in a year that has, gone, has been so difficult for the club on the field, that you have a perfect game thrown against you in your own ballpark, and that hurts. It stings when that happens. It really does. And to add to that, like Vince had mentioned, Mazes didn't play a real good game. You're looking at three errors committed by the Athletics tonight, and it was just a very unkempt game by the ball club so after you know there's been a lot of turning of the page we've talked about that a lot Mark Kotze has talked about it trying to stay in the moment but I think if you're the A's and, and if you're the guys on the club watching the Yankees celebrate that so you got to think you know we want to be on we want to be able to celebrate on our end more than we've done this year and so you're looking at, at things that you kind of file away and think you know we'd like to be the ones to be able to do that uh, because it hurts, too, when it happens to you. Yeah, Ken, Domingo Herman allowed 10 runs in his last start. He's the first pitcher to throw a no-hitter while in his last start throwing 10 earned runs. I want to ask you, you were here for Dallas's perfect game. There's been now three perfect games at the Coliseum, Catfish's perfect game, Dallas, and now Domingo Herman. What's it like being on the other side of it, calling it as the home team broadcaster when it's happening against the team you're calling the games for. Just to amplify your point, too, about Herman, five and a third innings in his last two starts, and he'd given up 17 runs. So you're right, Commander. Well, you try to stay in the moment. I mean, it's just an exciting thing. Those of us who appreciate the history of the game like you do and Jess does, of course, there is a lot of, there is a lot of drama, whether it's going for your team or against your team. And then, of course, you have the Yankee fans, so there was a lot of noise at the ballpark, so... Um, you know, wanted to go, I guess, against your own ball club, but still, it's it's part of history, and I think part of our job as broadcasters is to celebrate that history and to do our best to deliver the uh, you know what's going on. That's our job, and I think you have to you have to appreciate great things when they happen, whether they're for your club or against your club, uh, Commander. That's the way I've always looked at it. I know you joke about being around, have, being around the team for a long time, but I don't think you were around in 1904 when Cy Young threw the last perfect game against the Ace franchise. I did the pregame show that day with Connie Mack. It was a great show. It's a little <laughs> grainy. You know, it's hard because those tapes were not of the quality that we're used to now, so you might be able to dig it up. No, I was not. <laughs> <laughs> No, I haven't. But I'll tell you one thing about this, and then I've talked about this a lot. I listened to almost every word of Sandy Koufax's perfect game against the Cubs back in 65 at Dodger Stadium. And that was really thrilling. To It was a piece, it was an amazing piece of, of baseball literature by Vin Scully, except there were no words written. It was all off the top of his head, of course. Of course. Well, thanks, Ken, so much, and we'll see you tomorrow. Okay, nice job on the call tonight again. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Talk to you tomorrow. Coming up as the A's Clubhouse show continues, Cody Elias and I will take your calls, 833-625-2278. We'll hear from Mark Kotze and others following the Yankees' historic night against the Oakland A's.
Innovation is at the core of Cal State East Bay, like at our Green Biome Institute, where faculty and students preserve genetic information from California's endangered plants, or how we open doors for local entrepreneurs at our Small Business Development Center. From educators to nurses to STEM professionals, Cal State East Bay has real impact throughout the region's neighborhoods, boardrooms, and the entire economy. Be part of the innovation. Connect with Cal State East Bay at csueastbay.edu forward slash impact. Calling all kids. It's Kids Cheer Free all summer long. Bring your kids ages 14 and under to the ballpark on Sunday home games for free. After cheering on your green and gold, race around the bases with Stomper on the same field that your favorite ace players do. In the fifth inning, a swing and a high fly ball. Deep left center field. Fletcher is back. He's at the wall. It's a grand slam for Ryan Noda. Get your tickets now at athletics.com slash kids free. That's athletics.com slash kids free. the way of perfection for Domingo Herman is Estiori Ruiz. Oakland's number nine hitter. And Herman, the righty, deals to the plate. Swung on, ground ball to third. Donaldson's up with it. He throws to first. Domingo Herman has pitched a perfect game. For the fourth time in the history of the New York Yankees, perfection attained. Full Yankee dugout coming out to congratulate the 30-year-old from the Dominican Republic on a chilly night in Oakland, California. Domingo Herman has tossed the 24th perfect game in Major League history. And just think about where he's come from, what happened. They're still hugging him down here on the field. And uh, the coaches are kind of laying back here, and they're letting this moment happen. And they are just hugging this guy to death and patting Higashioka on the head. This is some moment down here for this kid. All the things that he's gone through this year, all the things that he has gone through in his career with the New York Yankees to have this moment. And no one wants to leave that mound. Armand pointing to the sky in between hugs from all his teammates. And like Susan alluded to, when you think about it, the last two starts for Domingo Herman, he allowed 17 runs combined in five and a third. And again, he hoists the baseball in his hands up to the sky as he continues to be hugged. And now manager Aaron Boone with a long embrace. With You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Welcome back to the A's Clubhouse Show. That was Yankees Radio on the call for the perfect game. The 24th in MLB history, Cody. Welcome back to the A's Clubhouse Show. Give us a call, 833-625-2278. Jess Kleinschmidt here along with Cody Elias. So, Cody, Ken talked about it. How do you even out? You have to celebrate the good, the historic, even if it's against the opposing team. You want to tip your cap, but you... How long do you kind of navigate those emotions and wait until you take a step back and remind ourselves that was done against the A's because of a poor performance? Uh, well, it's been 5,010 days going into today. It was the last time the A's were no hit, and that was by Baltimore in 1991. It was a combined no-hitter. And now we see it happen four time in, fourth time in Yankee history. Don Larson had the perfect game in 1956 in the World Series. David Wells did it in 1998. And also David Cohn did it in 1998. So there have wow. been four perfect games in Yankee history. All four guys, 
Their name started with D. Don, David, Dave, Dave, Don, David, David, and Domingo. Mm-hmm. So cr- congrats to Domingo Herman for throwing the 24th perfect game in Major League Baseball history. The, t- the first since Felix Hernandez in 2012. So, yeah, you got to celebrate it. But, I mean, we'll, we'll get to the negative. Don't worry. We'll yeah, get to the negative gonna, from the A side. And, ob- and um, obviously, congratulations to Kyle Higashioka as well. Always got to tip your cap to the guy behind the dish. And let, let, let's talk about that, though, that final inning, the, those final outs, Cody. It went by really quickly, and, and Ken himself said, you know, of course, he was here for the – he called the perfect game for Dallas Braden, who was on the call on TV for NBC Sports California tonight. When it comes to those types of outings, especially coming off a tough outing in his previous outing, that's got to be really, you know – there's vindication there, you know, coming back from that, a really tough out and giving up a lot of runs and, you know, ballooning your ERA at one point, really struggling. And to not only come back and prove yourself that you deserve to be there, but to prove it in a, the form of a perfect game, that's pretty cool stuff. Yeah, for Herman, I mean, his last outing against Seattle, he allowed 10 runs. And then prior to that, it was seven. So in five and a third, he allowed 17 runs in his last two outings. And it hasn't been good. And Then he comes back to throw a perfect game. He's had a really checkered pass with everything off the field and then being suspended for the illegal substance um, situation. So it's been a really rough uh, career for Domingo Herman, but to come back and bounce back and no hit the A's on only 99 pitches. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's pretty remarkable. I mean, Don Larson's perfect game in the World Series game five in 1956, he threw 97 pitches. Yeah. So what Domingo was able to do, he shut down the A's lineup. I mean, he just made them, he just, confuse everyone yeah um and it just wasn't a good showing for the A's offense that scored 31 runs in 13 games now so tip your cap to Domingo Herman. I mean we're it's going to dominate most of the conversation because he pitched he pitched great but the A's offense and inability to to score runs once again is 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 the big issue for me We'll take your calls here in a little bit. We see you guys on the line, 833-625-2278. Mark Kotze, of course, was also in the dugout on the opposing side, witnessing the perfect game. Let's see what he had to say following the outing. Stood out for you um, from him tonight that made him especially difficult. Well, I mean, he threw strikes. He pounded the zone, obviously. You don't you don't not throw strikes when you go nine innings and don't get a base runner out there. Um you know, I think overall, offensively, our approach um, wasn't great. We didn't make any adjustments tonight to what he was doing, you know, throwing his changeup and his and his breaking ball until he got two strikes. And uh, we hit a ton of balls to the pull side. Didn't make one adjustment to try to hit a ground ball to the right side or hit the ball to the right side, uh, you know, uh, or I should say just opposite field. And that's what happens. When you try to pull soft, you're going to hit into a lot of – you know, ground balls uh, to the pool side and weak contact. We didn't ha- hit a ball hard tonight. So, um, you know, obviously uh, you tip your cap to, to the performance. Um, you know, the kid did an amazing job of, of keeping us off balance all night, and we didn't do a good job with making an adjustment. Uh, we saw, um, obviously, Rios come out of the game. What, um, is there any just what happened there? Yeah, you know, he's got a circulatory condition, um, and it affects his uh, middle and his index finger. Um, so when he went out, it generally flares up in colder weather, and he went out and tried to go out and, and pitch and uh, couldn't feel his middle or his index finger. So. Yeah, well, you know, two sides of baseball. What a wonderful game you guys played today, yesterday. And today, well, credit to uh, Herman, but you guys did a 
bunch of errors in the field. You didn't look very well in comparison to yesterday. No, it was night and day from yesterday. It was a different team out there. We didn't perform. Uh, we didn't come to compete, and uh, it, it showed in, in just the way we played overall. Um, with a, a game like that happening, and uh, you know the the innings keep turning over, and the hits or the walks or no base runners keep happening, can you feel kind of in the dugout people tense up, and kind of what do you what can you do as a manager when things aren't going right like that? Well, no one tenses up. I mean, the reality is everyone knows the situation. Um, you know, guys are going up there and competing and trying to get on base and, and uh, you know, it's, it's, it's the game. The game sometimes, uh, uh, you know, gets the best of guys and tonight, uh, you know, we were on the bat the wrong end of it. How many games you have been involved in no hitters as a player? Oh, Manola, it's 26 years in the game. I, I vividly remember two, maybe three. Um, so, and maybe I, I don't think I've been involved in a perfect game, so. This would be a first one. You know, and he, he's not showing too much enthusiasm for what happened on the opposing end because at the end of the day, when you're a manager and you're managing a team and when you're on the opposing end of a perfect game, what does that mean, Cody? You're not hitting the ball. Yeah, and it just, I mean, the ace night, obviously no hits, no runs, uh, three errors. Um, I mean, where do you want to start? I mean... The guy hitting cleanup is Carlos Perez, and he was a great story to start the year. And in June, he's 5 for 33 in June. That's a 151 batting average, and three of those hits came in one game. He's batting cleanup against the guy. They also have against the guy through a perfect game. They also had a bunch of righties in lineup against the right-handed pitcher, so I guess the reverse splits was something they were, they were going off of, but clearly didn't work. Herman was dominating with his curveball. He threw his curveball 50, what was it, 52% of the time, I believe. Uh, yeah, through 51 curveballs, so 52% of the time he threw a breaking ball. Mm -hmm. uh, it just baffled everyone. Uh, I mean, Ryan Noda has struck out 96 times on the year. That's seventh, in, that's seventh most in baseball, and he's hitting 140 with 22 strikeouts over his last 12 games. Uh, Brent Rooker, I mean, great story to start the year, but he's won for his last 30 with 16 strikeouts. That's a .33 batting average. Mm -hmm. uh, that's not going to get it done. But Herman was just everything he was able to do out there. He had great defense behind him. How, I don't want to say fitting, but. How ironic was it that the final out was Josh Donaldson? Yeah. After hitting the home run last night. Yeah, too. he did a home run last night. And, you know, for have a dependable pitch be one of your secondary ones. We were talking about that, and Ken said it during the broadcast. When Herman wanted a strike, he would go toward that breaking ball. Um, so it, up until today, it's been more than 5,000 games without a no-hitter for the A's. Cody, which game was your favorite? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> all, I, you know, Jess, all of them were. And the last time the A's almost got perfect, had a perfect game thrown against them was back in 1990 when Brian Holman almost had a perfect game, and it got broken up by Ken Phelps' mm. home run. So, back, so it's been since 1990, perfect game. 91 was the last uh, no-hitter thrown against the A's. The last perfect game thrown against the A's, 1904, Cy Young, Philadelphia A's. That's what happened. That's how long it's been. Yeah, um, more like Cy Old at this point. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, we're going to take your calls. Hollis and LaHonda, you wanted to talk about how bad it's been for the A's. What you got? Thank you for the vine. What's good from the woods? Hey, what's going on? Thanks for the vine, Jess. Sure. I'm going to go a little long for today, but I promise to land this plane. In honor of Smack Off Week, I want to make the first ever call celebrating A Smack with the A Smack cast. And if this will be possible without your favorite baseball uncle, 
the founder, the CEO, the captain of this great ship, this elephant of a ship that is Ace Cast, along with your favorite cousin, the great commander, Mr. Do-It-All, Cody Elias, and with the always informative, the easy to listen to, the lovely, the wickedly talented, the queen of Ace Cast, Ms. Jessica Kleinschmidt. Oh. You see, Jessica, I wanted to do this call tonight, but I can't because <laughs> uh, we saw what happened tonight. So I want to leave you guys with one observation and one question. One observation I had tonight, and luckily I was watching my soccer team in Brazil and I didn't watch this game. I only heard Ken called the ninth. One observation is my frustration when you see or you hear this team and you feel like you wanted more than the guys on the field. I hope I'm wrong on that, but that's what I felt tonight. And my question is, when are we going to see some accountability? When are we going to cut down on the fluff? I mean, you guys have. You guys are asking self for questions, but when are we going to see the managers say, hey, this is how bad we are? When are we going to cut down on the fluff and stop focusing on the positives? I mean, if you thought this wasn't one of the worst teams in history, I think tonight proved it. On Sunday, many thought we had hit rock bottom. Well, we hadn't. On Sunday, we witnessed the implosion of the athletics. Tonight, I think we hit rock bottom. War DA is really beginning the rebuild. War Ken Korak getting his fourth C freak. That's all I got, Jess. Thanks for the vine. And as Tony said it best, I'll leave you with this. How they say in the big leagues, look good, feel good. Out. Thank you, Hollis. That was, you know, he talks about accountability, Cody, and he makes a good point in as far as, you know, understanding what the guys need to work on. It just feels like every other, every single game, it's something else. You know, one minute, we were heading, talking about J.P. Sears heading into this game, working on and besting himself before each previous outing, you know, getting seven innings, and then continuing having a really strong June after a tough May or vice or April. And are we taking accountability? Are the A's doing that? I mean, obviously we know Kotz is not missing out on what's going on. He knows, like, the team needs to hit. He knows, but he's still putting Rooker in there, and he's still figuring out what he needs to do. And, you know, the the small little shift from putting Tony up at the top and putting Ruiz down there made somewhat of a difference. And I talked to Vince Catronio heading into the game about that. Accountability, is that happening? I think that we're, we're – I think we need to get to the point where we see some of the young guys come up. And David Force kind of alluded to that with Tony earlier, that they need some guys to force their hand that are playing in AAA. And, I mean, Tyler Sodisham hit another home run tonight. That's his 17th of the year, his 7th of the month. He's going to be playing the Futures game in a few weeks in Seattle. Zach Geloff is hitting 282 in AAA. Cody Thomas is hitting 318. I mean, I don't know how much longer we can keep throwing, how much longer Brent Rooker. I mean, Brent Rooker needs some time off. I mean, or what he's done over the last, his last 30 at-bats, he has one hit. I mm-hmm. mean, I mean, you're telling me Cody Thomas going to come up and give you more, try to give you more production than that. Jordan Diaz, he, he, this team's worse without Jordan Diaz. He's, he had two hits tonight for Vegas. He's hitting 308 on the season. I think it's, we're getting to the point where it's going to be time to start calling these guys up and giving them a shot. Um, love the story of Carlos Perez, 33-year-old catcher who hadn't hit a home run since, since 2018 when he did it. His five is last 33 in the month of June. It's time to start playing some of the young guys, I think. I know they're 21 and 61 now. That's 40 games under. Um, and, and, and a guy who was struggling his last few outings. I mean, he was looking to be just the, like, fifth guy in Yankee history to go avoid going th- um, three straight starts along seven runs or more. 
And like CC Sabathia is on that list. So like, there's at least one really good guy on the list. But it's it's incredible that Domingo Herman was the guy that threw the perfect game tonight, the 24th of Major League Baseball history. And you tip again, you tip your cap to him. He was great, 99 pitches. Mm-hmm. But the, the the hitters didn't make him work in the counts. I mean, it was a lot of it was. I just didn't feel like there was. A, a lot of good at bats. I mean, clearly there wasn't because there was no hits. But but I feel like they could have worked the count a little more. I mean, I think Jonah Bride worked a full count. And I think that one might have been one of the only counts I saw go to a full count. And uh, he threw the perfect game, and there it is. But yeah, I think that we're we're very close to the point where these some of these younger guys have to start. Are we? Hey, speaking of Chris Townsend is with us, and you know, Townie, I know you've been saying it from the beginning. When it comes to these young guys, and I'll play some sound from Cots that I asked him during the pregame presser later on. But when it comes to these young guys, is it? I don't think it's too soon. But we've talked about the Soderstroms of the world, yeah. and you know, when is he going to get called up? Does that mean a difference for Noda? Is Shay Langlier's behind the dish making up for what he isn't doing at the plate? And you know, you talked to David Force in the pregame show about Lawrence as well. Like, what are we doing now? Are we waiting toward the trade deadline? What What are the observations that you made? What were your takeaways from A's GM, David Forrest, earlier? He is not going to make the moves we want anytime soon, and we're going to have to live with it. And whether we agree with it or not, that's what's going to happen. And you you put it this way: you got to take you got to take what people say. So, and that's what's key about our business is that we, we have to listen, then react. Mark Kotze yesterday talked about the things that Soderstrom needs to work on to get better. And then he turns around after tonight's game and says his team didn't show up and compete. Now I want you to think about that. This wasn't tip your cap, guy went out there through the 24th perfect game in Major League Baseball history, the first perfect game since King Felix in 2012, just the fourth Yankee to do it. You think about Don Larson threw one in the World Series in 56, then he got David Cohn, he got David Wells. This is history being made. As history was made against your team, he made a point to say in the postgame show, I don't know if you guys have played it yet, but he says... My guys didn't compete. They didn't come to compete. And that's that's pretty bold statement to say, well, if and I just heard what Cody was saying, if you're saying your guys didn't come to compete and we're going to give you all these numbers of what Rooker's been doing, what Perez has been doing, unfortunately where Noda is, you've dumped Ruiz all the way down to the nine hole. I mean, you, you, you're going through all of this and you're like, well, then what's the deal? I mean, you got these young guys. I mean, and, and then you, 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 Cody, you mentioned Cody Thomas. Cody Thomas is not a young guy. He's just, he's just young in playing time because of his football time at the University of Oklahoma and also because of injuries. But at some point you want to go, uh, do you not need to see somebody else? I mean, we're now, we're now in the second half. We're officially, as of tonight, you started the second half with having, a, with having a perfect game throw against you. And you just wonder, like, how long are you going to say, well, these guys need to work on some things down at AAA, but the same things that those guys are working on AAA, the guys that you have in your big league lineup, you're saying can't compete. Okay, so, Townie, with, with that said, 
do we just shut the door on that then? Because you're saying forced is saying we're not going to be making moves. The numbers show these guys are struggling. If moves aren't going to be made and the hitters aren't hitting, some of the pitching struggling, we're making errors, what does that mean? How do we navigate that? We're going to have to navigate it by watching some bad baseball, unfortunately. Mm. I think that's where, you know, they're not going to – they're not going to tip their hand when they want to move people, which, yeah, you know, you're, you're, like if you're a front office person right now, you're just praying that Diaz hits. You're praying that Peterson hits. You're praying that whoever you are hoping to be able to move, Tony Kemp, like whoever, that has some type of value to anybody else because – Teams are desperate out there. I mean, you look at the MLB notes every day, and everybody's talking about, well, this team's going to need this, and this team's going to be that, but there's not a lot of sellers out there. You're hoping to prop your eyes up as much as you can, but I'm not sure that there, you know, really anyone's going to be calling for, for some of these guys, and then there's going to be some tough decisions truly to be made because at some point, I don't know when that is. But at some point, because today, correct me if I'm wrong, Cody, it was a long time ago, but Force really kind of mentioned August. Yeah. yeah so it was like August. So if he's mentioning August, I almost feel like Jim Mora. Playoffs, like August? You're talking about August? Um, for you people who know football. Uh, you're talking about a whole month. You're talking more than a month. We're not even in August yet. Now, I know we got a quick little all-star break, but – if you're not talking till August, you're t- what you saw tonight and what we've been seeing, I mean, Brent Rooker, Cody's done a great job keeping up with these numbers. You're talking about a guy in the last 36 games hitting a buck 58. He's just won for his last 30, the last nine games, and you're hitting him third. I mean, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody does that. So, I, I mean... If we're not going to see any of the if, – if Soderstrom and Geloff and whoever is not really coming till August, which I'm going to cross my fingers and hope that's not the case, Jessica. But if that's the case – I mean, this is – you're going to have to live with this through at least another month. Yeah, and that's, and that's a tough pill to swallow. But maybe if we've heard it over and over again, it'll kind of sink in. Coming up as the A's Clubhouse show continues, we see your calls on the line. We'll go over tonight's loss. Give us a call, 833-625-2278. Hey, Billy, this deck is great for getting everyone together. Thanks. We're really enjoying the outdoor space, especially on a day like today. What's the material? Humboldt Redwood from Ashby Lumber. They gave us a great deal, provided us with a quick quote, and we couldn't be happier. We even found a great contractor through their online contractor directory. Don't miss a day outdoors. Visit Ashby Lumber in Berkeley or Concord to see our stock of naturally strong, naturally beautiful Humboldt Redwood. Find out more at ashbylumber.com. For all your building needs, Ashby Lumber. If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is the number one brand of online mattresses and the Bay Area's favorite mattress store. Take home the Easy Breather Pillow. The New York Times calls it their number one pick. You can navigate their Easy News website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and Gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland and you get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The doctor will see you now. But do they really? Do they see you as a mother who's a daughter and a caregiver? Fearless, but sometimes fearful. A health nut with a French fry habit. An O-positive geologist named Patty, who's here today for a melanoma exam. At Kaiser Permanente, we believe the only way to care for all of you is by seeing all that is you. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Learn more at kp.org. Innovation is at the core of Cal State East Bay, like at our Green Biome Institute, where faculty and students preserve genetic information from California's endangered plants, or how we open doors for local entrepreneurs at our Small Business Development Center. From educators to nurses to STEM professionals, Cal State East Bay has real impact throughout the region's neighborhoods, boardrooms, and the entire economy. Be part of the innovation. Connect with Cal State East Bay at csueastbay.edu forward slash impact. Sears ready now, and JP delivers, and that's a swing and a drive to right center. Ruiz on his horse, gets there, dives, and makes the catch. And with an exclamation point, that's the way our ball game begins. Great break by Ruiz, and then racing toward right center, the dive, and he robs LeMayhew of extra bases. All about the angles, and he took a terrific path to that baseball. Hard contact, but robbed, and that's a nice pick-me-up for J.P. by Ruiz. No doubt. What a way to start the game. If he doesn't make the play, LeMayhew is at second base at least. This is A's Clubhouse. Oh, times were early and innocent with that highlight coming up on the A's Clubhouse show. We will take your calls for now. Cody Elias, myself, and Chris Townsend. On the line, we have Andrea from Berkeley. Hey, Andrea, good to hear from you. You want to talk about Herman and his perfect game. Yes. Uh, you know, sometimes you just got to tip your cap, as they say. And I was just looking at his uh, sports astrology. He's born um, August 4th, 1992. And um, he's having his Saturn return, the age is 28 to 30, which is a cosmic um, exit out of your current situation into something more positive. So there was that whole sticky stuff thing that he was dealing with. And um, now the perfect game. And, you know, timing's everything. Saturn returns are increased ambition. And, you know, being in the spotlight, he kind of found his groove. <laughs> Fortunately, he was against the A's. So uh, he's August 4, 1992, Dominican Republic. And here's the thing. Sometimes Dominican Republic birth dates are not always accurate. No. But, you know, we'll take it for what it is. No. Right? You I don't believe before. that for one second. <laughs> right, Bartolo Colon. Yeah, we can go on with that. Miguel Tejada is still 20 years old in my <laughs> eyes. <laughs> there you go, forever 20. So, uh, you know, that said, you know, Leo's the king of the Zodiac, and uh, he had it going on, and it was just, uh, you know, the timing of the Saturn return, which is increased career ambition and recognition. And Leo's, you know, they thrive on appreciation. So <laughs> they're kind of flamboyant in that way. So he got plenty of that. And, um, you know, it was just really interesting to see that he got the perfect game. And... Um, it was during his Saturn return, especially he had some challenges earlier on. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, his current situation actually with the Saturn return got elevated to increased ambition and success. 
So again, ages 28 to 30 is your Saturn return, which is um, a whole new cycle. It's like becoming an adult astrologically. Mm-hmm. So it happens to all of us, but his was very dramatic being a Leo. Yeah, yeah that's definitely. awesome. Appreciate Leo's, the phone call. Leos are very dramatic. The yes, planets you know were the a lot. They were. Thank you so much for the call, Andrea. Joe from Monterey, you wanted to talk about the teams hitting or perhaps lack thereof. Yeah, you know, this this is, has to be the worst AIDS hitting team I've ever seen. I've been watching AIDS baseball since 1971. You know, when you think about it, that, that one game uh, last week we had, what, three hits and two of them were infield hits. We had one one hit make the outfield. Then we were three hit again on uh, Sunday. And uh, I don't know if you realize this, the last, t- the last 10 uh, A's wins, four of the last 10 A's wins were two to one. And uh, they haven't had double-digit hits in ni- 18 straight games. It's, you know, and, and uh, I heard Tony say a minute ago that uh, they're not looking to, to do anything until August. Nobody's going to want to watch this, you know. In fact, I, I have MLB.tv. I don't even watch a whole A's game like I used to. I go, I switch it to, to one of the other games, you know. I get, I want to see a good young ball. I want to see good baseball. And that's, we're not seeing that. You know, the dropping, Rui is struggling, but let I me mean, dropping him to number nine, that's ridiculous. If you want to move Tony Kemp up, have Ruiz one, Kemp two, Nota three, get Rooker out of there. These guys, and oh man, it's so, it's so frustrating. It, it really is. And then, and, you know, and then to, to, if, we have, if we have to watch this until August, you know, I'll miss a lot of hate baseball because, uh, you know, it's, 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 they're not, they don't even want to put the best product out there. You know, these, these guys, and like, uh, like County said, you know what, Cody Thomas, he, he did okay last year. He had a, a cup of coffee last year, and, he, and he's tearing it up in Vegas. Bring him up. Let him, let him hit. Maybe he can hit. Maybe he can't. But you know what? Not going to figure it out unless we yeah. give a shot. And we've already we've already seen. I mean, how long do we have to watch Rooker? You know. No, we totally. I, you know, yeah, I mean, you've heard Cody's numbers on it. Thank you, thank you, Joe, for the call. And Cody, I know you've talked a lot about Rooker or what he hasn't been doing. And Joe makes a good point. How many lack of moves are they going to make? And I know they've been bitten by the injury bug, but they're still not. It's hard to replenish some of those when there aren't going to be any moves that are going to be made. Over his last 36 games, Brent Rooker is hitting 158 with 49 strikeouts, and he hasn't hit a home run since June 11th, and he has the most home runs on the team. In his last 30 at-bats, he's one for 30 with 16 strikeouts. Joe asked the worst-hitting team in Ace history. He's, we're not there yet. The team's hitting 217 as of tonight. Andrew, after tonight's game, the worst team ever hitting. The 2022 Oakland A's at 216 as a team. So whoa. they're the worst hitting wow. team. Whoa, whoa. Shots fired on 2022. Yeah. Hey, hey, uh, hey the 2020 A's hit 235. That's not much better. Well, he, here's the question. What are we trying to prove with Rooker right now? That 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 really – it's it's an honest question. Um, didn't think about that today with David Force, but it, it really is and if and if we're gonna claim who's making the lineup, maybe that's a question we gotta ask Mark Kotze on Friday. It's okay, we have the numbers that will tell you that this is not a small sample size. We have the numbers that tell you this has gone on for a long time. What are the numbers that say Brent Rooker should be hitting third? 
What are the numbers that – because in the past, when he got hot and he's going to MLB Network and things are going great, he earned the right to hit third. He earned the right to play every day. I don't know where he's earned the right. And we had a right-handed pitcher on the mound tonight. Where has he earned this right at this point to not only play, or, or I should say let alone play, but to hit third in the lineup? Um and what is the point that you're trying to prove that you're just going to keep throwing them out there and out there and out there and out there? I mean, the numbers show it. He shouldn't be playing. There, 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 there's, he has become, unfortunately, just not an easy out. He's not even making contact anymore. I mean, yeah, when you talk and, about and the 49 strikeouts and 36, 49 strikeouts in 36 games, that is just alarm bells going off right there, Jessica. I'm yeah. talking alarm bells. Well, and, and Townie, to your point, those numbers, they've ballooned, but it's because of the chances he was given. How early on after – you want to use MLB Network debut as that, that you know checkpoint, if you will. How long after that should have that been cut off for him or for him to really assess what he was, what was going on. I saw him on Twitter saying like, yeah, I'm aware of what's going on to that random, you know, Twitter follower who said you need to work on X, Y, and Z. How many chances was he supposed to be given before he is where he is at right now? Well, that's kind of even scary that you're responding as a big league player to fans on Twitter. Um, Mm -hmm. That, that's something I I, I would highly recommend against But And I wonder uh, this is a front office that has very thick skin, and mm-hmm. so I, I I don't see them as a front office that would be sitting there still trying to prove, well, this is why we got rid of Pache, is we got rid of, you know, because in the beginning when Pache gets hurt with the knee injury and Rooker starts off all world, it all looked good. And now with Pache playing back healthy, Pache showed up, plays against the A's when the Phillies were in town, and Pache's playing. Pache's not doing this bad, and Pache has a chance to have a career at this level to where if you asked anybody right now, let's the fact that we know Rooker and he's a really nice guy, let's just say we take that out of it. But if anybody said to you, 28 years old, has never landed a full-time role, earned a job out of spring training, started out good, but all of a sudden can't hit anymore, and he's 28 years old, people would say, up, he's going to be gone. Well, we're not saying up, he's going to be gone. We're hitting him third in a game where you got a a perfect game thrown against you. I mean, it's hard to believe that Brent Rooker's hitting third. And and as much as I love Ryan Nota, Ryan Nota's at a point right now, he's – Three Ks again tonight. Uh, I mean, he is struck. I mean, it's like the whole lineup is struggling. It's like how much longer? And by the way, I, I don't, I, I can't remember what Andrea, our astrologer, said, but pretty impressive the fact that Herman had got beaten up in his last two starts. Seventeen runs, fifteen earned, and just five and a third. So he came in here with not a lot of confidence. And I don't know if you guys have brought this up yet. He was in foreign territory tonight. He's never thrown a complete game. This was his first – this is the first time he ever went the distance and got 27 outs. Now he went 27 up, 27 down for a perfect game. But, you know, at some point in the eighth or ninth inning, he's not used to being in this. And I'll also say this. We're going to come back and probably look at this as one of the most fascinating perfect games of all time mm-hmm. because of the amount of time that he had to sit. 
he sat his team scores 11 runs so that's already a lot of sitting and then you had Rios who had to come out of the game and Pruitt had to warm up the amount of time that he had to sit on a cold night in Oakland and he throws a perfect game truly amazing yeah 24th perfect game as we mentioned he's it's the first pitcher to allow 10-plus runs in his previous start and have a perfect game. That's, uh, I'm going to give the hat tip to Sarah Langs on that one. But you were talking about Brent Rooker hitting third, and we've talked about him ad nauseum about how, how bad he's been over his last 36. What about the guy, hitting, the guy hitting fourth who was out of baseball for multiple years, and he's hitting fourth in Carlos Perez? Great story, but he's five for his last 33, and he's hitting, he's hitting fourth in the lineup against a guy that's been struggling. So there's another guy right there, and Langoliers now is hitting 190, 198 on the season. So there's a lot of guys struggling in the lineup. But the, the, the cleanup one was, was, besides Roker with Perez, that was a head-scratcher to me, but it didn't really matter because none of the guys got a hit in tonight's game. So it, it, there's a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of guys struggling in the lineup, but Brent Roker is definitely the biggest one, and I'm with you about what, what are we trying to prove with him. I, I don't know what you really you can. I mean, how much confidence does he even have left? Yeah, that, that's the big question as well. We still have more calls, but we're going to pause for station identification on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. Greg from Slow, you wanted to talk about the A's in general. What you got? What's up, guys? I'm glad I got through tonight. I was on hold for about 20 minutes last night and then got ran out of town. I don't know what was going on over there. Wow, shots fired. Control the controllables. Again, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so how can I not be feisty tonight after what I just saw? I- I'm going to be honest, man. you got to whatever tip your cap to Herman. I don't think he broke 90 miles per hour on any fastball tonight. I mean, he was throwing up, I mean, hot dog wrappers. I mean, off-speed stuff. I think, what, 55% of his stuff was curveballs? He did not have overpowering stuff tonight. I mean, he located well, first pitch strikes. You know, anytime you can you control your breaking stuff, I get it. But, you know, like all my, all my buddies are texting me, this doesn't count as a no-hitter. He no-hit a triple-A team. He no-hit a double-A team. Does, does this actually count in the record books? And it's a fair point. I mean, No, it's not a fair point. Yes, this counts point. in the They're record books. Team, Tony. Stop it. They're a I don't care. You know, it, I you're going to take that Stop away it. from the kid? 20, 24th perfect game? You think he cares what Greg from – you think the New York Yankees care what Greg from slow thinks? Goodness they gracious. Care. Thank you, they Susan. Care, you better believe it. They care for sure. You they don't even it. know where slow is. <laughs> he got booed off the mound in New York. He got booed off the mound his last start in New York, and he comes in and he's a world beater against the Oakland Triple A's. That's exactly what it was. This team has lost. Kotze's lost his team. You know, what is this whole deal? Everyone wants to rip Rooker. I get it. Tony Kemp's hit 181, and he's your leadoff guy. Tony Kemp has sucked for two years. That's just a fact. He's terrible. Tony Kemp is terrible. I don't care if he's hit well in the last two weeks. He has, he's hitting 180, and that's your leadoff guy. I mean, it's, it's an absolute you – know, you know, a month ago I asked Townie, I said, why did Jonah Bride get, get, get called up, Townie? Oh, have you seen AAA? Jonah Bride's killing it. Well, what's Jonah Bride doing now? He's terrible at third base, and he's hitting 206. So it was a fair question a month ago when Townie responded with, oh, he's AAA, he's Babe Ruth. Well, you know what? Everybody's AAA and Babe Ruth. Everybody. <laughs> no, no, I said he was Lou Gehrig. Get it right. <laughs> By the way, Jonah exactly. Bride's hitting 200 now, not 206. I mean, it's incredibly high. we got to see, we gotta see t- Jonah Bride on the taxi squad. How many times do we got to see Kevin Smith get called up? 
How many times have we got to see Nick Allen get sent down, called up? Nick Allen hit like 290 a senior year in high school. The dude can't hit. He can't hit. Let's just face it. These guys are a bunch of punch and Judy 200 hitters. Get them out of here. Get them out of here. You, you, you reeled off the numbers for, for you know, Geloff and Soderstrom. Those, those guys are putting up numbers. Get them up here. Get them up here. I don't want to hear nothing else. Coste's lost this team, Townie. He has lost this team. Nobody's listening anymore. Nobody wants to hear nothing from him. He's hitting Kemp in the leadoff spot. He's hitting third rooker. I mean, you, you guys have gone over it all. Coste has lost this team. Back. Wait, didn't they win last night? <laughs> What was that? Was that their fifteenth win or their? Or their well, I mean, it's I like, like it, wait, wait, was this football? They lost that. How do you lose your team? Your your team? You're 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 you're, you're now you're now twenty one and sixty one, and now you're losing the team. Get out of here! They lost the team. I, you know what? I got I, I got three words for you. Viva Las Vegas! I don't want to see Costa on that plane. I do not want to see him going to Vegas with this team. Yeah. Absolutely Th- not. Thanks for referencing 2028. We're all thankful for that. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for the call, Greg. Appreciate it. 2028. <laughs> Townie, we're going to, I love that you mentioned the fact that it's like stop living in 2028. Jeff in Oregon, you want to talk about the perfect game. What do you got? No, that guy was kind of funny. I like the uh, 28 thing. Um, who's, uh, have you, remember when he had the no hitter going? What do you mean? Hello? Yeah. Yes. What, what? what do you mean? We, we remember when Miller had the no hitter going earlier in the year? Oh, Mason Miller. Oh, yeah. Mason Miller. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We forgot about this guy. We were worried he was going to get injured with a no, no. And where has he been? He got hurt the next game. Yeah, he's still hurt. Two games after yeah. that. It was two games. Well, that well, that's my problem is we, we uh, this is the worst. We're all playing hot, right? Because, uh, I mean, we're at absolute rock bottom. I'm a long-time listener of town. This is a first-time call. This is so frustrating. But, honestly, we watched history, so it was, it was pretty neat. But is Kate the single worst coach we've ever had? Because, I mean, when we're playing our best player on ninth, I'm just trying to figure out what what we're doing with this with the squad. Or like, are we actually trying to play baseball? Right now, it's a very it's a it's 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 not easy to talk about and. Mm-hmm. When you're on after these games and fans are upset and you're looking at the record and you're saying you're 21 and 61, a guy rolled in here who's who's been getting lit up the last two starts and he throws a perfect game against you. I mean, the, 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 the tough questions, the negativity, it's warranted. I mean, everybody has, everybody in uniform right now, has to wear this because they're the ones like I, I, you know, when we talk about that old cliche about back of the baseball card and now in modern baseball, it's your baseball reference page. This, this record is not going, I don't have a baseball reference page. Jessica and Cody don't have a reference. Johnny D Dallas Braden has one, but Ken Korak and, and Vince, like the broadcasters, we don't have a, this does not go on our career record. This, I mean, this is like we have to talk about it 
and then we have to, you know, and I have to come on after all these games and, and, and talk about it, but this is on the players. This is on the coaching staff. This is on the front office. This is, you know, this is whatever you can say about the payroll and the money and all that kind of stuff. I mean, the guys in uniform and the guys in the front office, they're the ones that put this thing together. They're the ones that have to play. They're the ones that have to perform. And if fans are going to call up and they're going to be upset and they're going to be upset after night that you get thrown a, a perfect game against a guy that – and let's not forget, too, we haven't even talked about it. Domingo Herman's been a guy that's had issues with the sticky stuff this year. This guy's had a controversial year where he's had umpires say, hey, go wash your hands off, buddy. We're, we're going to give you a little pat on the back, back here, and uh, you go down and take care of that when you come back. Okay. I mean, he's had some issues, and the fact that he's been a sticky stuff guy, the fact he's never thrown a complete game before, the fact that he's been terrible his last couple starts, he rolled in. In here with a five ERA and he throws a complete game against you. I don't think anybody in the front office or any of the players could be mad at what the fans are saying tonight because it's just facts. If we're in a data driven sport, the data tells you what it is. And right now it's not very good. Yeah. And you're right about uh, Herman and the sticky stuff. I brought that up before you came on. I mentioned that, and you know, his checkered passes is a guy that's had a real a lot of off season or off the field issues, and then obviously being suspended for the illegal substance earlier this year already. Yeah, and then he and then he throws a twenty fourth perfect game. And I forget which caller mentioned it about you know the runs or we were talking about the runs scored. This was the most runs scored by a team in a perfect and, a, and a, a winning team in a perfect game. The previous was the Giants when Matt Kane threw his. They scored ten, so the Yankees broke that with the eleven tonight. Uh, I went back and looked. Mm. Kaner. So, yeah, Matt, yeah, when Matt Cain did it. Uh, Kane. By the way, do, do you know who the last guy to no hit or per, throw a perfect game against the A's was? Um, do I have to go back to Philadelphia? It was Philadelphia, yes. Uh, do it, Well, I know who he is. Oh, no, you will. He's arguably one of the greatest pitchers of all time. I'm going to go with the big train, Walter Johnson. No, it was close, though. It was uh, the great Cy Young in 1904. Oh. <laughs> That's how long it's been. Since the athletics organization has had a no-hit or a perfect game thrown against them, it's the third perfect game thrown at the Coliseum, first by opposing by an opposing uh, pitcher. But um, just so, so you got well, you got Catfish, Dallas, and now, and now uh, Domingo. Herman. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I really think that if you're going to look back on this, and I know like right now no one cares because we all just want to hate on the team, but it is truly amazing the amount of time he had to sit. On a cool yeah. night. This isn't like the Midwest or the East Coast right now where it's hot and humid, you're loose, and you're sweating, and you're – I mean, this is – you know, you, you guys were at the game tonight. What was the – what was the – how hot? What was the What was the weather? Well, it was pretty cool. I mean, we're inside the booth, so it's not as bad, but I – Well, you're wrapped in a Chanel blanket with your Louis Vuitton, and I mean, mm-hmm. I know about you. I'm saying <laughs> the players – yeah, no, I mean they seem they seem pretty chilly, but it, but it's interesting that you mentioned that because of the fact that when the the Yankees were hitting, it was such a long inning. I think it was the fourth or the fifth, or we had to glance back down on our our scorebooks. And the say, fifth oh. inning was a long inning, yeah. Yeah, I think we were kind of like, oh, there's something happening here because we had forgotten because the Yankees were on a rampage there for a bit, and he that's you're right, that's an extended amount of time for a pitcher. There's one thing I will say, and if there's any positive we can take away from this game oh, on the A side. Wow. Hey, and wait, I'm Mr. Hold on. Hey. Hey, wait, everybody silence. I can't. I want a, this used car sales job. I want everybody. We're going to all stay silent. 
Cody's the on the lot. Go ahead, Cody. We're, the, hey, go ahead. Hey, everyone knows I'm Mr. Negativity, no matter if the team wins or loses. But Fuji two. did go two scoreless innings today. <laughs> yep, yep. There we go. Can't but, take that away. You can't. You can't. ERA, ERA down to 10 4 so It's in the books. Fuji, two scoreless innings. They Rome asked. wasn't built in the day. I- <laughs> <laughs> they asked. They asked. During pregame, it was John Shea of the San Francisco Chronicle who asked Mark Kotze, is Fuji fixable? And Kotze immediately said yes. Well, Chota tonight, two scoreless innings. There we go, Take that back to the Chronicle. <laughs> two shutout innings. As the A's clubhouse continues, we will go over the game, and also we have a bunch of calls on the line, so we'll get to those. Stay tuned. This is Chris Townsend, and if you're looking for a great place to eat and watch games, go see my friends at the Chicken Pie Shop at Walnut Creek. The Chicken Pie Shop is one of the hottest restaurants in Walnut Creek. You're not going to find a better menu and come try their world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 86 years. Spacious indoor and outdoor dining, perfect for your next private party or corporate event. Don't forget free parking. For more information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. Join First United Credit Union as they root on the A's to victory. First United Credit Union believes in being a good neighbor and supporting our local teams and local community. And for a limited time, you can earn $100 when you open a free checking account and use it. Use promo code ATHLETICS when you apply. Learn more at firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics or stop by a local branch. Insured by NCUA. Hey, A's fans, you know that running your own business is a slugfest every day. That's why businesses have been counting on Mechanics Bank since 1905. From operating lines of credit to equipment and real estate loans, they can help build your lineup to meet today's challenges and prepare for tomorrow's opportunities. Stop by your local branch or visit MechanicsBank.com today. Mechanics Bank, the official East Bay Bank of the Oakland A's. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. All loans subject to program eligibility and credit approval score pass out of bounds those are sports words some people hear any sports word and they can't help but listen like drive drive is another sports word and drivers who switch and save with progressive could save hundreds you might say those savings are on par with the best in the league (laughs) you see par is also a sports word so i know you're still listening and that's called covering our bases okay i'm done now but i'm serious about drivers saving big with progressive now I'm really done. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. And the pitch is swung on. Hit the right field. Hit deep. Whitefield going back. At the track. Over his head. And over the wall. Do you believe that? You're listening to A's Cast. And the lefty's first pitch is swung on and hit it deep. Hit a ton. Hit way back to left. And that is in the upper deck. Bombs away for Shea Langoliers. My goodness, he hit that ball a long way. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. Welcome back to the A's Clubhouse Show here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. Jessica Kleinschmidt here with Cody Elias and Chris Townsend. We have Robert in Florida on the line. Robert, you wanted to to remind Townie about something. This is Robert in Portland, not Florida. Uh, close, close. Anyway. Whenever I think Florida, I think Portland. <laughs> anyway, uh, Tony, you know, I did I did say Geloff was coming up on the 15th of this month, so I was wrong. 
I was wrong, even though you and I were hoping to see a few of those guys come up. And now that you've explained everything so well tonight that you can kiss that goodbye. I wanted to be yeah, that, but yeah, that, uh, <laughs> when they, you know, that old comment, that ship sailed. Yeah. I'll give you a chance right. at another date. Do you, you know, uh, you got a shot here. Give me another date since the 15th wasn't yeah, right. No, what know, do you think next? You know, Jeff, I mean, you know, Greg and Sloan brought up a lot of things, but, I think the guy that may may come up, let's say by after the All Star, it would be Gelloff because he is 23 going on 24. So that's not that young, uh, Townie. You and I both know that it's not that young. Yeah. And 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 Davidson is 25 years old. So tell me, you you know you three folks who I respect, why wouldn't you bring? I know Davidson's just turning around this year in the Myers, but. Why wouldn't you bring up those guys since they're going to be uh, 30 years old by the time they play baseball in Sin City? I love Logan Davidson. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's it, it's like today when I, I think David actually brought up Logan Davidson. It's like, oh, he's made his way to Triple H. He's 25 years old. He got drafted three years ago. To start at your prime, I mean, coming out of college as a first-round pick, you're not supposed to hang out in the minor leagues. Now, granted, one of those years was the COVID year, to be fair, uh, where there was the alternate site in San Jose. But, you know, we 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 have, have the, we have the sell job in our sport of having guys hang out in the minor leagues for many years. Now, the question is, is it all because of their? They need to get prepared, and you need to have five hundred, you know, five hundred innings or fifteen hundred at bats, or or is this also? Uh, how do you keep from paying guys? So there, there's there's kind of a debate here. But seriously, if you're twenty five years old and you're a first round pick out of college and you're just making it to AAA, but then again, not everybody's going to be a star. You draft a guy, he's late in the first round. Yeah, he's just trying to have a career. I'm not expecting Logan Davidson to ever come up and be a starting shortstop that's going to have a long, illustrious career. Maybe he, be, he can be a guy who's versatile, play a few infield positions for you, and help you win some games. Well, the Royals, for instance, you know, in 18 and 19, they, they had win percentages of 358 and 364, and then they started picking up a little bit. Now they're going right back with, with the A's. I think what you have is an orchestrated effort since this last player uh, so-called uh, agreement. CBA. I think these mid-level, I think these mid-level owners are now copying the NBA. Do you think I'm wrong or do you think I'm right? The fight, the next fight that is going to happen, and this is year the second year of a five-year deal, so most people do not care about it right now. does not matter. They just want to hear baseball. But the next fight, the next labor agreement, it is not going to be owners versus players. It's going to be owners versus owners. It really was owners versus owners this last time, and we covered the whole thing. And, you know, a few of the big-time guys broke it down for us on A's Cast Live. But the reality is you have a sport that everybody has fought against the salary cap. So you have the haves, you have the have-nots, and now you have people that you don't think is a have spending money that they really don't have. The sport really financially, they're making a lot of money, but some teams are, are – 
they're making a mess of it and now when this next cable deal when this next deal comes up we don't even know what cable is going to look like but this next labor the next labor fight is going to be owners against owners and it's going to be ugly cuz the let's face it the majority of teams what there's 11 teams this year 11 almost half your sport is spending under 100 million on, on player salary so you agree with me that this is getting a lot like the NBA with certain teams. They're just, they're just, you know, we're talking about how bad they are right now. But if you think about it, the Orioles, I mean, the Tigers in 19 had a 292 win percentage. And Baltimore, two consecutive years, they had .290 win percentages. And, you know, their owner, he basically didn't care about the Orioles fans. He just said, hey. I'm not paying nobody, and he had, I think he had maybe two guys, you know, that played after they blew it against Toronto in that playoff, uh, you know, when they looked like they were going to turn things around. And then after that, uh, he got rid of everybody he wanted to pay, you know, that he was paying big time. And now, look at him. That all the young guys are coming up. I think that model is, 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 is going to be practiced by these mid-level teams and like you say, it's going to be owners against the owners because this sport, unlike the NFL, has the haves and have-nots. I mean, the Bengals, look at them. Do you think the Bengals would be where they are if, 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 it was, if there was, a, you know, no cap? Do you really believe that? I don't. Well, it's, it's what's genius about the NFL. We sit here in baseball and we go, oh, the Cincinnati Reds are small market. The Pittsburgh Steelers are – I mean, the Pittsburgh Pirates are small market. No one would ever call the Pittsburgh Steelers a small market team. They're one of the great franchises in the history of American sports. The Bengals right now – look at two of the hottest teams in the AFC. Two of the hottest teams in the AFC are the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals. Are you going to call them big market teams? Nope. But in the NFL, because they share everything, and I don't want to hear, well, it's the NFL. They play once a week. They don't play once a week anymore. They play on Sunday, Sunday nights, Monday. They play on Thursday. Later in the season, they play on Saturday. No, it's the fact that the owners realized in the NFL they came together, they broke the players, and they, they held hands and they sang kumbaya together and they made their league the strongest league and they passed major league baseball because the owners agreed to share the dallas cowboys knew they would be worth more money if the kansas city chiefs were doing well and if the vikings were doing well and if the bear like if everybody's doing well all tie, you know, the tide raises all boats, as they like to say. The NFL did that. Major League Baseball hasn't. Major League Baseball had a chance to break the players years ago. They didn't do it. And they even killed their World Series and still didn't break the players. And now we're still sitting here without a cap. And the big fight coming is the owners versus the owners. Well, you just nailed it. That's what I think's going on. And all of us out here who are very sick about what's happened can thank, I think, the Giants, Red Sox, and Yankees for what happened in the Bay Area because, you know, as well as I, the Yankee, the Giants don't deserve to have all of Northern California by themselves. I, I just can't believe the Dodger ownership allowed this to happen because the Dodgers and Padres do not want to see a San Francisco team in their division, I mean, and not only in their division, but in their, in, the, in their league, 
to, to have a whole market, extremely large market, all to themselves. I mean, hell, Sacramento itself, you know, has more uh, TVIs looking at than even than Oakland. I mean, I'm talking about Oakland all by itself. So you're talking about one hell of a lot of people, and I detest the Giants. And there's a lot of me around the Bay Area and beyond. <laughs> We're not going to forget this forever. Hey, thank you, Robert. Appreciate the phone call. Ah, there's yeah. a lot of people. Uh, where I am, there's not a lot of people like that. Like what? What do you mean? To test the Giants. I'm in. I'm in oh. Giants world here at NBC. <laughs> oh yeah, you. You. I, I'm like the. I'm like the. I'm like the. I'm the like Brandons. The, the Brandons were playing. Oh, they're such best friends. They're such best friends. Yeah. <laughs> On that note, we have Kenny in Portland. You wanted to go over the game, Kenny. What's up? All right. Kenny is no longer on the call. So, Shelby, I believe you were leaving the Coliseum. You wanted to talk about the lack of fight in some of these guys. Yeah, you know, it's, it was uh, it was weird. I was at the game tonight, and uh, there was just a couple of times where I was just seeing them even just chase a couple of the, the hits in the fifth inning, and, and later on in the game, a couple of hits to Rooker in left field, and I was just like, just doesn't seem like a team that has fire to to put everything they have to get to that ball. Or, you know, that the fact that we got three errors tonight, like I never thought, I think that's when I knew that we were in trouble tonight was when I saw Dota get an error. And I was like, yeah. what in the world is going on? But, well, and Cody, didn't you say there was something? So I couldn't to, remember. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, I was, yeah, exactly what I think you were going to say. There was just something in the air. It just didn't seem like a team that just came off a win against the Yankees. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, Cody, weren't you mentioning you saw somebody running down the line? There was no hustle there. Oh, yeah. It was the final play of the game. SC didn't run that. To my opinion, mm-hmm. to me, I don't know if you saw what you thought, Tony, but it didn't look like SC ran down the line on that lot, on the final out of the game when he ground out the third. Are you serious? No, not at all. And it's, is it like, do you want to give the, the perfect game? Like, I don't want to be the guy that has a visiting team gets the perfect game against us at Oakland, at Oakland Coliseum. <laughs> You know, it's just wild. I Wait, we got to talk about that. You you don't think you don't think because once again, I'm watching on television here in the studio. What you see is you see the ground ball to Donaldson, and then you see Donaldson throwing it over, and then it's kind of ho hum, and it's game over. You're telling me, you guys are telling me, in a perfect game where a wide throw, you bust it. And a wide throw, who knows, keeps the game alive. A, it ends the perfect game because it'd be an air, and then that gives somebody else a chance now to get a base hit. You guys are telling me Esty didn't bust it down the line? I'm going back to. I'm going to go like back and look right now. It. I thought, yeah, I, I I literally had the same thought. I was like, wow. come on, like bust it down the line. I, the the last three outs, I was just very like, you guys are not trying to have a ninth inning rally here. It just didn't feel like it just didn't feel like the A's that I've seen in in some of the other games where they were losing at home and they turned it around, you know. Um I don't know. It was just very, very weird. I I I saw just no no fight that Kotze had talked about before, you know, how they're fighters that they don't give up until the twenty seventh out. But and there was just there was just something different, and it was just very strange to me to see them beat the Yankees last night, and then you come in and you just don't see that see that same fire. It was just weird. 
Yeah, that was a that was a good observation. Thanks for that call. And it's it's a good point, Cody. Like you mentioned, you saw the lack of hustle, and there was it just was a different team compared to to last night. And I know it was a, a close game, but I remember I I was thinking I was talking to Manolo, one of our Spanish broadcasters, and I asked him, you know, did you do you genuinely think the A's played a good game last night, and it wasn't you know luck or a fluke or anything like that? And he agreed with me. It looked like the A's were looking solid, so definitely a stark difference from that display on tonight, Cody. Yeah, I, I went back and looked. It looked like he might have pulled up at the very last second, but he was not even to the end of the infield grass when the ball hit his glove. So. I don't know. Maybe I saw it wrong from where my angle was, and maybe I just caught him at the end slowing down. I'm not saying SC because SC usually hustles on every single play. So, but yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I can see where they're tight, where the caller is talking about the lack of effort, but from other hitters, but usually effort, you know, SC gives 100% every time. Maybe I just called the wrong thing, but I went back and watched it on the, on the video on the final play, and it just, from the angle the camera shows, it looks like he might have pulled up at the very end, but. Still, I mean, you're still, I mean, the guy busted down the line every single time, and just right there when you can end a perfect game or wide throw, as Tony, as you mentioned, and it, I don't know, it just looked, it looked weird to me from where I, where we were in the press box. And it wasn't just that play. It felt like overall it was just kind of blanketed um, with that statement, and I think that has a lot to do with the fact that there wasn't a lot of tip of the caps, Not no disrespect to Herman, and of course what he, he did, and of course behind the plate as well. But at the end of the day, um, and I, I want to talk about you know Kyle Higashioka, he called that game as well. But the fact that Kotz was very honest about, yeah, of course there was a perfect game, but look what as the on the opposite side of it. And you talked about you know setting a record as far as the runs scored in that game. Uh, we're going to take the last call of the night. Barry from Livermore, you wanted to talk about the game. Yeah, I was at the game today. It was sort of uneventful. I'm actually surprised they didn't, I don't know if they had anyone that could pinch in, but when you have a couple 200, near 200 hitters, I would think maybe they try to pinch in to break up the no-hitter perfect game. I also wanted to say, you guys are doing a great job with AceCast. I mean, uh, I, it's sort of nice to be able to stream before and after the game. It just took me a while to figure out that I guess iHeartRadio has your post-game show. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh Perfect games. It's strange how you just never know what will happen when you go to a game. Anything can happen. I think they'll. Anyway, but I think you, like I said, the Ace Cast is great. Being able to go to YouTube and and see the see the post game and pre game shows. I think it makes things a lot easier. Uh, I agree. Than and Tony, Tony. Yeah, Tony would love to love the fact that you said that as well. Yeah, that means a lot. Yeah. Thank you very much. I mean, you know, but in other years, it's more like the radio's there. What channel are you guys on? And this is, like, really easy to find now. Yeah, that was <laughs> the thing. Like, it. I know for a lot of people, they struggled with it early. But you're like, listen, if yeah. you if you just want to, if you're a person that just wants to listen to the audio, athletics.com slash cast, and it comes in clear, comes in wherever you are, sounds yeah. better than the actual terrestrial radio. Uh, you can mm-hmm. download all of our interviews. You can you can partake in, in, in all the different podcasts that we put out there. Then if you want to watch it on YouTube or on Twitter, yep. it's a multimedia platform now that no yep. one else in baseball has that we have developed for yep. the A's, that for A's fans. And let me tell you, there's a lot of teams in baseball who go, God, I wish we had that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I have a Roku at home, so it's really nice and convenient because I have the YouTube channel for that, or I have... have 
Spotify and I have what's the other one? iHeartRadio and like yeah. I come home after the game and I just pop it up and there you are and it's really nice. I think it's a great job. I mean, the only thing you might want to do is I think it's hard to get your post game show. I, I haven't found it streaming other than on iHeartRadio this this interview section. I might be wrong. You know how it is. Sometimes the big problem with the internet is once you find it, it's easy to find, but sometimes finding it the first time is a little difficult. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah, that and and Cody's man bun. Those are the two things that need to be. If I just say there's two things that need to be squared away, that those would be the yeah. two. We're yeah. getting there. Well, there's some neat things on YouTube also. I mean, like I said, I've been watching some old stuff, like, you know, from players from the 70s and stuff, like Johnny Bench and stuff. It's kind of neat to hear, like, Johnny Bench and I think up to Hunt and Ricky Henderson just talking about, you know, old old stuff baseball and stories like that is great to hear definitely. that's awesome thank yeah, thanks, you barry for the call we definitely appreciate that we know we're always trying to figure out what's easier for the fans to listen to everything and watch everything so we certainly appreciate that and thank you guys so much for the calls following the game of course the a's lost 11 to 0 with the perfect game to from herman and kyle higashioka and Townie, with that, we'll say goodbye to you. Thanks for, for joining us tonight. Well, you guys are doing a great job. I appreciate it as we're all uh, filling roles right now. But uh, it, in the end, no matter how bad it is, we did see something tonight that's historic. It's the 24th perfect game. They've been playing baseball for over 150 years. We hadn't seen one since 2012, King mm-hmm. Felix. So no matter how bad it is, you, you did see something pretty historic tonight. And whether you're a fan or for us in our careers, and that's something we'll never forget. Definitely. We definitely – I'm going to take a lot of memories away from tonight. Thanks, Townie. See, see you tomorrow. tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Coming up next as the A's Clubhouse Show concludes, we're going to take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard and what's on deck. Innovation is at the core of Cal State East Bay, like at our Green Biome Institute, where faculty and students preserve genetic information from California's endangered plants, or how we open doors for local entrepreneurs at our Small Business Development Center. From educators to nurses to STEM professionals, Cal State East Bay has real impact throughout the region's neighborhoods, boardrooms, and the entire economy. Be part of the innovation. Connect with Cal State East Bay at csueastbay.edu forward slash impact. Hey, Billy, this deck is great for getting everyone together. Thanks. We're really enjoying the outdoor space, especially on a day like today. What's the material? Humboldt Redwood from Ashby Lumber. They gave us a great deal, provided us with a quick quote, and we couldn't be happier. We even found a great contractor through their online contractor directory. Don't miss a day outdoors. Visit Ashby Lumber in Berkeley or Concord to see our stock of naturally strong, naturally beautiful Humboldt Redwood. Find out more at ashbylumber.com. For all your building needs, Ashby Lumber. My friend Tom's family only is wireless for home internet, so it can be mad slow when everyone's online. But we get fast, reliable internet from Xfinity, so I can game with basically no interruptions. Ooh, it just leveled up. Now through September 21st, new customers can get 1.2 gig internet with unlimited data included on the Xfinity 10G network for just $25 a month for two years with no annual contract when you add Xfinity Mobile with unlimited data at regular rates. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity internet. After promo, regular supply to internet service and devices. Actual speeds vary. When Northern California businesses need some pop in their lineup, they call the bank rooted in the East Bay. 
Mechanics Bank. Since 1905, Mechanics Bank has been helping Bay Area and Northern California businesses find success and perform at the top of their game. See how they can make a difference in your business today. Call or stop by your local branch or visit MechanicsBank.com. Mechanics Bank, the official East Bay Bank of the Oakland A's. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Is convenience a state of mind or a real thing? At Extra Mile, it's a real thing, and it's in everything they do. The stores are spacious, organized, clean, and well-lit, so you can get in quickly, get what you need, and keep going. It's just what you'd expect from a place serving up the hot and fresh food and snacks you love. So treat you right, and check out Extra Mile's fresh take on the convenience store experience. Extra Mile convenience stores at select Chevron and Texaco locations. Hit a home run with a low-rate personal loan from First United Credit Union. Their personal loans feature rates as low as 7.99% APR, and you can use the funds however you want. Plus, you could earn $100 when you apply and open a loan of promo code ATHLETICS. For more information or to apply, visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics or stop by a local branch today. And the underdogs, Oakland Athletics, win their first championship since they were in Philadelphia in 1930. Hi, I'm Raleigh Fingers, Hall of Famer, three-time World Series champion with the Oakland A's and World Series MVP. Winning takes teamwork, skill, and heart. So when you need an ace for a personal injury lawyer that will win you the game, go with the winning team. Call Venardi Zarata at 833-VZ-FOR-ME or go to vzlawfirm.com. Bernardi Serrata, the official injury law firm of the Oakland A's. Summertime is golf time in the Bay Area, and that means it's time to enjoy the beautiful vistas, 27 holes of championship golf, and all the amenities that Cinnabar Hills Golf Club has to offer. Cinnabar Hills gives you a variety on the course and in their amazing grill. They're ready to give you an incredible experience for any family, business, or social gathering. Nestled in the quiet hills of San Jose, summertime fun awaits you at Cinnabar Hills Golf Club. Learn more at CinnabarHills.com. That's CinnabarHills.com. The doctor will see you now. But do they really? Do they see you as a mother who's a daughter and a caregiver? Fearless, but sometimes fearful. A health nut with a French fry habit. An O-positive geologist named Patty, who's here today for a melanoma exam. At Kaiser Permanente, we believe the only way to care for all of you is by seeing all that is you. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Learn more at kp.org. If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is the number one brand of online mattresses and the Bay Area's favorite mattress store. Take home the Easy Breather Pillow. The New York Times calls it their number one pick. You can navigate their easy news website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and Gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland and you get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. Now the right here up on top. Outfield room in right center, the infield to pull. Here is Ruiz and the pitch to Essiuri is swung on a ground ball to third. Donaldson has it. Throws it first in time. Domingo Herman on the 28th of June of 2023 has thrown the third regular season perfect game in Yankee history and the fourth overall to go along with Don Larson in 56 in the World Series. And the first time the A's have been no hit 
since 1991. The final score is the Yankees 11 and the A's nothing. This is A's Clubhouse. Cody Elias, Jessica Kleinschmidt here. The A's fall to the New York Yankees 11-0 as Domingo Hermod authors the 24th perfect game in Major League Baseball history. The first one thrown against the Athletics franchise since 1904 when one of the greatest pitches of all time. Cy Young did it against the Philadelphia A's. Not, and I doubt anyone listening to this postgame show or their grandparents or their parents or great-grandparents might have been alive when Cy Young last did that. But speaking from that, we'll, we'll go into the positive here. Now it's time to see what's on down. Oh, that's actually the wrong thing. That's my, my bad. Let's take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by McCann. <laughs> I'm getting way too excited about this. You are. By the way, Fuji, two scoreless innings. Or I'm looking at the positive. <laughs> Let's look at the out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by Mechanics Bank. And we'll start with the uh, Atlanta Braves. They stay hot. And Twins are now – well, Braves win 3 nothing. Twins are now 40-42 and 42 as Atlanta moves to 53-27. and 27. The Washington Nationals break up the Nationals. They're 38 and 48. They have a 4 1 win over Seattle. Seattle's now 38 and 41. Talk about a very disappointing, underperforming team. And a very exciting series in Baltimore. The Cincinnati Reds take down the Orioles 11 11 7. Cincinnati's now 43 and 38. The Orioles fall to 48 and 31. In Pittsburgh, huh, oh boy. Bob Melvin and the Padres can't beat the Pirates again. It's 7 1 for Pittsburgh. They're, the Padres are now 37 and 43. I looked it up earlier. Xander Bogarts is slugging under 400 this season after signing that 11-year deal. Mm. Things aren't great in San Diego unless you're Fernando Tatis Jr. He's probably the only guy on the team really hitting aside from one. So he had a long break to come back. So, yeah, it's been know, a long time. Been a uh, while. The Blue Jays take down one half of the Brandons and the Giants 6-1. Toronto's on 44 and 37. The Marlins winning. The Marlins win 6-2. They're now 47 and 34. Wow. Florida is playing Florida. It's okay. Miami <laughs> Miami is now playing well, 47-34. A.J. Puck, his 12th save of the year for the Fish. The Brewers take down the Mets, 5-2. Mets still can't win. He went for Steve Cohen, hosts a press conference. Let everyone know he's not firing anyone. Uh, Brewers move to 42-38. The Mets are now 36-44. The Astros, 10-7 over the Cardinals. Texas takes down the, rain, uh, the Tigers, 10-2 in Texas. Phillies 8-5 over the Cubs in Chicago. The Guardians are now one game under 500 at 39-40. They take down the Royals 14-1. Royals are 22-58. In Colorado, they take down the Dodgers 9-8. The White Sox 11-5 over the Angels. Angels fall to 44-38. And in Arizona, the most exciting series probably going on. The Rays take down the Upstarks Arizona Diamondbacks 3-2. And that's your out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by Mechanics Bank. All oh, the A's fall 11-0 to the New York Yankees. 24th perfect game thrown in baseball, and it was authored by Domingo Harmon and Kyle Higashioka, who's caught the last two perfect game or no-hitter perfect games for the Yankees. Who was the, who was the last one to do it for the Yankees? No-hitter. Was it a combined no-hitter? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Your head looks like it's about to explode. I know. I'm trying to think who threw the last no-hitter for the Yankees because Messina had the, mo- the most closest perfect game because he went over, go over eight innings. He had eight and two-thirds, and Carl Ever broke it up in 2001. Mm. And then remember the four the well, four. Why don't you now. figure it out why? Yeah. why yeah. Okay. <laughs> Corey Kluber. There it was. Actually, there I remember it. being here when that happened. Yes, Corey. Thank you, Robert Costa. Corey Kluber did it. Robert Costa. Now it's time to see what's on deck presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. Learn more at ashbylumber.com. Ace Total Access presented by Chevron will begin at 11.55 a.m. with yours truly and Ken Korak. A's reliever Lucas Ursek joins Chris Townsend on the program around MLB with Vince Catronio and Ken Korak with A's hitting coach Tommy Everidge. First pitch is slated for 12.37 with Hogan Harris as the starter, possibly an opener scenario there as well going up against Clark Schmidt we're finishing out the Yankees series here in Oakland thank you guys so much for calling in a lot of fun calls tonight Cody and the amazing Robert Costa and Renee Rivera for keeping us together behind the scenes we'll say goodbye for now as the A's fall to the Yankees 11 to 0 Herman with the perfect game along with Kyle Higashiosha Higashio Higashioka Higashioka I've said it, I said it 400 times today, and I get it wrong uh, in the, the last, last time. One. The last <laughs> one's the only one that matters. <laughs> it's the only one that matters. A crowd of 12,479. For Cody Elias, this is Jessica Kleinschmidt, and we'll see you at the ballpark. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.